Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. August 8th, 2019, the Ostrich Edition. First up, why is pre-acquisition due diligence so critical? Well, according to Dylan Tolker over at the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, a New York company uh, disclosed that uh, potential bribes have been paid in Russia and Ukraine by an Israeli company it acquired last year. International Flavors and Fragrances said it discovered the allegations during an after-purchase integration of Fruitaram Industries, Inc., an Israeli-based flavor company, which it agreed to buy in a $4.6 billion cash and stock deal. The allegations concerned two of Fruitaram's businesses, which allegedly made improper payments to a number of customers. After learning of the allegations, International Flavors alerted the U.S. Department of Justice, the SEC, and the Israeli Ministry of Justice. It's also conducting its own internal investigation. But uh, once again, shows that um, you've really got to do pre-acquisition due diligence, particularly if you're buying companies who do business in high-risk jurisdictions. Next up, the government of Colombia must has been ordered to pay $61 million to banks, which were involved in a shuttered Odebrecht project. Odebrecht had sought reimbursement from the Colombian government uh, to the tune of uh, $780 million, uh, saying that although it had engaged in bribery and corruption, uh, they still should have been paid. The arbitrator really had no um, difficulty rejecting that claim, but it did say that banks which held the monies that were frozen and subsequently went bust had to be reimbursed uh, because they were not a part of the bribery scheme. So actually a pretty big victory for the Colombian government and the Colombian people and Odebrecht's uh, arrogance in claiming that monies are owed them in spite of their ongoing admission of bribery, not even just allegations, I think uh, starts to uh, wear a little bit thin. Over at the FCPA blog, Diff Casson tells us a story about the SFO, which has issued guidance for corporate cooperation and tells companies the steps they should take if they decide to cooperate with the SFO during an investigation. This guarantee, or rather the guidance does not guarantee leniency but uh, for cooperation, but it does say charging decisions will take cooperation into account, and cooperation means providing assistance to the SFO that goes above and beyond what the law requires. So uh, good to have this guidance out from the SFO. And then finally, um, in today's lead story about ostriches, we have a story from Compliance Week, Jacqueline Jaeger, uh, that a Swiss-based private bank has reached a $10.7 million settlement and uh, has entered into a non-prosecution agreement with the DOJ for committing tax evasion after recommendations from its compliance uh, officer were um, rejected. The bank's uh, compliance officer proposed two courses of action requiring U.S. clients to fill out Form W-9s, and should they refuse to do so, push the clients out of the bank or encourage uh, U.S. clients to participate in the IRS's offshore voluntary disclosure initiative. But the bank rejected uh, both of these initiatives and was spanked for it as well. So 
uh, interesting result out of Switzerland. And once again, shows that if you reject your compliance professional's advice, really do so at uh, your own peril and risk and the Department of Justice somehow managing to get jurisdiction over a Swiss private bank in the offset. Talk about our love for the Marx Brothers and our love for the compliance profession. We're going to take a uh, use the Marx Brothers to explore a wide variety of compliance topics. So I hope you will check us out on Thursday, August 8th for the premiere of Wyaduck. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.